Welcome to Abiding Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget... You can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently airing a series on the Holy Spirit titled, The Missing Person. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Yeah, 2 Peter chapter 1 tonight is where we're going to be in our Bible study. We're going through our Missing Person series, the Biblical search for the third person of the Trinity, and this is our eighth installment and our last installment of this. Next, he says, add to your faith. He says, add to your faith virtue. This word means goodness. And what is known as outstanding character. That's what this word means. When you think of someone as a good man or a good woman, they're trustworthy, they have a good reputation. He says, that's what you need to add first to your faith good character to yourself. To virtue, add knowledge. Now, we might call this experience, because this word, again, it's gnosko, it means to know by experience. And this isn't book knowledge as much as it is knowledge that has been cultivated in relationship. And so probably speaking of the knowledge of God. Paul said this in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17. He's praying for the Ephesians, and he says that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width, the length, the depth, the height, to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that you may be filled with the fullness of God. Wow. To understand the understandable, (laughs) that's what he's saying, to be filled with love that makes no sense, that passes understanding, and to be filled with the fullness of God. That's what Paul is, or that's what Peter's talking about when he talks about this knowledge that you add to yourself. And then he says to knowledge, self-control, the ability to control yourself, the ability to say no to too much beer or TV or Twinkies. Or whatever it is that you know is not good for me, right? I'm going overboard on whatever it might be in my life. Excess. Self-control is to be able to control yourself, your temper, whatever it might be. This is what Paul says to the Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians 4.3 says, For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification, that means holiness, and honor, not in passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God. And so to to have this control to sanctify yourself, to keep yourself separate so that you will not be overcome by the passion that the flesh offers you, that the Gentiles are overtaken by, the people who don't know God. And then he says to self-control patience. Patience is the ability to endure as to things and circumstances, has the idea behind it of hope. Sometimes it's translated long-suffering, 
I love in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it says, love is patient, love is kind. Love is long-suffering, and then after it's suffered a long time, it's kind. Usually, after I've suffered a long time, I'm not ready to be kind, right? This is what he's saying. Long-suffering is the idea of hope and and a, a patient endurance that doesn't get irritated, right? Some people say, never pray for patience. You know what? You don't have to pray for patience. You just have to receive it, is what he's saying here. Second Timothy 2.3 says, You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who enlisted him to be a soldier. That is the epitome of patience that I'm going to endure through whatever it is that I'm facing. I'm going to be patient and trust God in hope. To patience, godliness. This word means piety or devotion towards God. And so this would be the disciplined part of our walk with Jesus. And it is the part that could be the most dangerous when we begin to think that being godly makes us righteous. Here's the hard part for the Christian. Godliness is good, and every Christian should live a godly life, but righteousness does not come through godliness. Where does righteousness come from? Through Jesus. So godliness is important, but the danger of godliness, if you will, is to start thinking God loves me because I'm godly. What is godly? Well, it's basically the part of you that's devoted towards God. You know, I go to church, you know, attendance of church, reading my Bible, praying, seeking the Lord, worship, giving, All of those things are things that we do out of piety. It's devotion towards God. I'm devoted to God, so I do the things that God would want me to do. I attend church because God wants me to be a part of a church family. Why? Because there's other people there that are going to make me angry and hurt me, and so I have to learn how to get over myself and, and learn how to love one another, and I have to do all those things. That's part of being godly. you know. And so that's part of that process of, of becoming godly And yet I have to be careful that I don't think that my alms and my prayers and my tithing and all the things that I do, I don't end up like the Pharisee, right? Thank you that I'm not like other men. No, I am just like other men. (laughs) And that I'm doing those things is because I want to know God and I want to draw close to Him and I know that that's good for my soul and that's what makes me a better person in terms of my relationship with God, but my righteousness still just comes from Him. And I was just as righteous when I was less godly than I am when I'm very godly. It's just that I'm more tolerable when I'm godly, right? Unless I become self-righteous. So there's a danger there, but it's essential. It's essential. This is what, what Paul told Timothy, 1 Timothy 4.8. He says, For bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things, having a promise of life, that now is, and that which is to come. Those are the things that are going to last. That's the storing my treasure in heaven stuff when I'm living a godly life. I'm storing up, you know, something for, I'm I'm putting my treasure in in heaven, meaning more people are going to get saved because I'm sharing my faith and I'm reading my Bible and I'm more beneficial to God in that way. But my righteousness still just comes from God. To godliness, he says, brotherly kindness. This is phileo. This is love thy neighbor. 
especially when it comes to a brother or sister in the Lord. 1 John 2.10 tells us, He who loves his brother abides in the light, and there is no cause for stumbling in him. But he who hates his brother is in darkness, and walks in darkness and does not know where he is going, because the darkness has blinded his eyes. And so we need to add to that kindness towards other people. And then lastly, to brotherly kindness, love. And this is a word that agape, a reference to perfect love or completely given over to love, pure undefiled love that is love just for the sake of the beloved, not expecting anything in return. And it seeks to show love that it's unmerited and undeserved. 1 John 4, 7 says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this the love of God was manifested towards us, that God has sent His only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through Him. Now, this is the point in the passage where we've just read a list of things, virtues, And so we may be tempted at this point to take out a notebook and write down, okay, faith, virtue, you know, godliness, brotherly kind, you know, write them all down and, okay, now from now on, you guys ever said that from now on, I'm going to, I'm going to do all these things. Actually, Ben Franklin, you know, we we admire Ben Franklin because he was such an innovator and such a a moral person of his day. You know, you think of Ben Franklin, you think of a guy who was a genius in many ways, discovered how to harness electricity, discovered, you know, so many things. He, the guy was just brilliant and, and very methodical in his life and the way that he lived. And so he decided, though he was not a Christian, decided, you know, and he was, he was a Bible lover and he was fascinated with the person of Jesus. And so he decided to take this list along with a few other lists in the Bible and he wrote uh, the list of things and he was going to grade himself every day and try to live these virtues out. And for every time he failed at one of those virtues, he was in, on that day he was going to put a little gray dot and every day he felt like he had accomplished that virtue, he was going to leave it blank so he would have, you know, so he could see how his progress was. Well, after some time of consciously working, guess what happened? He said, and I quote, you never know how bad you are until you try to be good. He had almost all dots, rarely a check mark, or rarely a, I guess he checkmarked the place he did good. And, and he ended up abandoning the project. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, Call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.